shouldn't have a hippo problem. You know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Good Tuesday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of The Arnie State Show. Hope you are having a great Tuesday morning so far. Well, let, let, let me tell you, let me tell you. I just did something because, see, we have... Okay, can we turn that down? Thank you so much. Uh, uh, tomorrow, tomorrow, we have celebrity-ass deathmatch tomorrow. And we have our favorite ad mascots. Now, tomorrow's ad mascots are all going to be cartoons. So hey, everybody go, well, what, what, what about Ronald McDonald? Da, 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 da. Friday. I will have the one that goes along with it. That's right. You hear it? I just did it. Came up with it. Uh, the ad pitchman, like uh, Mr. Whipple from Charmin and Colonel Sand, real life pitch people. So there you go. So we got cartoons tomorrow, mascots, pitch people Friday. Today we got mail, so I, and I don't know what's going on Thursday. So uh, we'll, we'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, let's say some uh, good mornings, shall we? Stray Fire says, dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get some ass. Yes. Yes, we are. Uh, Douglas says, good morning, everybody. Happy uh, Tuesday. Right back at you. Douglas. Hangtown Jen says, morning. Uh, then she says, ring my bell. L-L-L, ring my bell. 
Good morning, ass family. This is a good song for Taco Tuesday. You can Taco Bell, Taco Bell. <laughs> oh, Dave Co. it's far too early for that cheesy gordita of a dad joke. Uh, I'm glad you brought that phrase up. Let me say good morning to Morgan uh, in Reno. I hope you're doing good this morning, pal. Uh, Alicia, good morning to you as well. You bring up the dad joke thing. Now, yesterday I told you that I got in a little uh, hot water on the old tiktok Uh Where did the Burger King guy, McDonald's guy, and Jack in the Box fall in that? They are men with heads on. Yes, they will be in that category. They'll be in the Friday edition. Like Wendy, she'll be in there. Chef Boyardee will be in there. Possibly Jared. I, I, I'm not sure if I'm going to put Jared in there or not. But we'll see. We'll see. Um, there's a lot of stuff we got to go. A lot of, lot of big stories happened yesterday, and we'll get to all of them. Um, but first, let me, let me cover what did happen yesterday. So my joke was taken down during the course of the show, and rather than get mad, I just put it back up. Well, it was taken down again due to community standards and bullying. Now, I find it really, really funny and ironic that they took that joke down. The whole goal of that is, if you watch those videos, and you'll see them if you have Instagram. If you don't have TikTok, you got Instagram, and sometimes they show up on my Facebook story. And what I'm trying to do is pay homage to my father who didn't tell the crappy dad jokes? I, I, I don't like the dad jokes. The, the one I can think of is, you know, why is nine uh, uh, ten afraid of seven because seven, eight, nine? You, you know, things like that. I, I don't find those jokes to be that amusing. And, and I know that they're really popular now and people like to do them. And, okay, that's great. That, but those aren't my dad jokes. And that's the whole premise of why I start off every video. Uh, okay, is it six afraid of seven? And, okay, I, I, I don't know. Whatever. I, I, I have no idea. But that's why I preface this with I'm taking dad jokes back because my dad never told me a shitty joke. And he didn't. And yesterday I told a joke on there. <laughs> that was... I, look, is it wrong? Yes, it's wrong. I talk about kids hanging themselves in, I don't know, jokes. You, you can look somewhere in the 60s, 70s, and 80s about that. I told a joke yesterday that was no different than any joke I've told before. It was a joke. Like the 107 that I put up before it. And the three that I put up today, let me tell the, these jokes to you. You ready? You ready for the jokes, the TikTok jokes of the day? The first one is, why is China the greatest at baseball? Because one bat wiped out the world. There you go. What do you call two, peop- two homeless people throwing rocks at each other? A pillow fight. Now, this one is my personal favorite of the day because it's just down to the point. 
How do you make a plumber cry? You kill his family. (laughs) See, those are my kind of jokes. My dad would have loved that last joke. One of my my dad's favorite jokes he ever told me, and I'll never forget the first time he told me because he sold it so well. It's one, it, it is one of my all-time favorite jokes. It's not dirty. The racehorse secretariat, we all know this amazing racehorse. He looked at me and goes, hey, Arn, why did they bury secretariat in the side of a mountain? I, I, I don't know. My dad just looks at me and he gets this look and he goes, because he was fucking dead. Oh, do you think that Gay Raider will have the best-selling jersey? I was just thinking how funny it would be if he came out as a hoax to sell jerseys. All right, well, let you know what? I don't have that one in the first segment, but, dude, we can do whatever y'all want on this show, and that, that that's a pretty big story, so let, let's go ahead and hit that one up. Uh, there are a lot of huge stories that happened in sports and around sports yesterday, so... Uh, this is uh, Carl Nassib, defensive end for the Raiders, and he came out yesterday. It's Pride Month. Now they say he's the first he's the first openly gay active NFL player in the in the history of the game. The the one fella from the Rams, I guess he didn't make the final squad. I I, I what was his name? Sam something. You see, I don't need Michael Sam. That was it. Uh, let's see. He never appeared in a game during offseason stints with the Rams and Cowboys. He just, okay. So this guy's a lot different than Michael Sam because this guy's actual good player. What do I think? I think there have been gay guys in the league for a long time. I think there have been gay guys in the league. In every league, in the NBA, in the NFL, and hockey possibly. Yeah, probably hockey. Baseball, sure. Uh, My first thought was about T.O. 2, Monty 2. Uh. Here's where I stand on it. Look, good for him. Good for him to finally be free. And I, I'm not going to chastise him on his way of life. Manti Teo was the uh, player that got catfished. Oh, yeah, that poor bastard. <laughs> yeah, I don't think this is to sell jerseys. I, don't, I honestly don't. I think I... I think with as... Much as it has, been, I, I I will say this right now, I don't recall seeing nearly half the advertisement for like Black History Month, you know, in February. I, we are inundated with commercials about this being Pride Month. I I mean, they are everywhere. I wouldn't be surprised. Not saying he's not gay. I'm not. 
if the NFL sent out, I mean, this is a corporation, sent out mandates to all their teams, look, if you have a gay player on your team or you think there's a gay player, because, by the way, the guys in the locker room are already going to know. Now, there's some guys that are going to be cool with it, and there are going to be some guys that treat him fucking like he's a pariah on the team. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm not sorry, though. But the problem is because that's the truth. Some guys will be like, okay, it's cool. I don't care. Other guys on that team, depending on you're talking about a locker room full of people from all shapes and sizes, all makes. There's some highly religious people in the league. that don't like that lifestyle, but hey, if he can help them win, that's all they care about. Now, if he starts some dissension on the team or there starts to be a splinter because of this on the team, then we're going to have to see. I'm happy that he came out. Good morning, Braddy Kid. I don't know how glad he's going to be to come out because when he goes to opposing stadiums, they're going to have fans there this year. I think last year would have been a lot better year for this guy to do that. You know, when there are hardly any fans anywhere, you're going to go to some hostile environments. Attention calling all open-minded bisexual NFL players. Have we got a deal for you? Would you shower next to him? Probably not. No. I don't care if he's not checking me out. I'm just telling the truth. Would you shower next to somebody of the opposite sex that you weren't attracted to? You can ask that. The answer for me would be no. I wouldn't want to shower with Oprah. I wouldn't want to shower with Amy Amy Schumer. And that's the kind of, but, but the problem is you're going to have to convince a whole locker room full of Neanderthal thinking guys that. Dave Coe, hey, look, I get it, man. Why would I care? You don't. But. They play games in Nashville. I don't mean to pick on it because it's Tennessee, but they're going to have some people that are going to say some really derogatory things. This guy's opening him up. He, look, I think he's being courageous as hell. He's not a rapist. No, he's not a rapist. Not at all. I'm, I never said he was. But look, these are backward-thinking people when it comes to all this. I did this story yesterday. Yesterday. That Mexican fans have been banned from World Cup games because they yell some sort of derogatory remark towards somebody who's not even gay. So it's already happening. I know that's Mexico. But it wasn't. But about 30 years ago that Dave Parker used to get size D batteries thrown at him in the outfield in Oakland. Snowballs in Denver. 
Those guys aren't rapists. Those guys are just playing a game. They don't have, you know, a stigma on them. And now, oh, that's, God. See, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I got to let you into guy world, especially into this this level of, of masculinity. I, I can barely reach in there, but I know what it's like. And he's a defensive end, so he's going up against the big nasties. Now, there's a lot of things said back and forth between those two men that are going against each other the entire game. There are a lot of derogatory things said. And I will tell you this right now, if this young man beats that that offensive tackle, that offensive tackle is going to be ridden up and down by his coaches and his teammates that you got beat by, one of them. Because no matter what, look, in that level of masculinity world, being gay is still effeminate. It is. Imagine your coaches the next week. You got beat by that. I understand. Look, I'm not trying to say that it's right. And I know that so many people are going, oh, my God, that's so wrong. I, I, I can attest, yes, that is wrong. You're not going to change everyone overnight. It's going to take a long, long... Maybe this guy will be the, the one that breaks into that super level of masculinity. For his sake, I hope he does. I'm rooting for him. I'm not, gonna, I'm not booing him because he's a gay. And yes, I said a gay, and that was for comic reasoning. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hangtown Jen, let, let me read what you say, and I will answer you. I'm just a bit confused. He's the same player he was before. He just said, I'm gay. He's the same man. No one had concerns that he was checking them out before. Why now? Just makes no sense to me. He's the same teammate as he was before. You are absolutely correct. You are... Correct the mundo. Okay, okay. But this is why you don't get it. And I, I'm not doing this to be an asshole or a dick or talk down. Guys will understand this because now they're in the locker room with him and now they know that he plays for the other team. There's something that happens. It's like women, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not doing this to be a dick. Your black shoes. I, I've come to accept it. See, this is the thing, guys. You've got to come to accept this. We all have quirks. You ladies, you say they are all different. Okay. That, and I accept that answer. I accept the answer that all your black shoes are different. In my guy mind, though, I look at them and I go, well, they all look like high heels and they're black. Okay, there's a, there, there's a few that have the same straps, but I understand. I, I I accept the fact 
that those are all different. I accept it. Now, when I'm with my guy friend, we sit there and go, fucking, hey, man, yeah, she got 48 pair of black shoes. Jesus Christ. Okay? In Guyland, we know exactly that feeling. That you're in the locker room and, you know, you got a gay in there, as they would say. Guys are going to get dressed faster, I'll tell you that right now. Nobody will ever be late to the bus now in Oakland. Uh, He's in the same locker room as Richie Incognito. Watch out for that storming this training camp. Richie Incognito is on that team now? Holy shit. Well, this guy's a veteran. He uh, incognito well, and he plays offense. Oh, shit, they might go against each other. Holding his penis 10-yard penalty repeat second down. Sassy Pammy, good morning to you. Scotty, good morning, my friend. Tim says the other teams are going to be playing Smear the Queer during their games. A $100 bet that hits on him will start making the highlight reels. Little bounty gate on him. Mm. There's also political backlash and possible cancellation if you don't go with this new status quo of wokeness. Yes, Scott, you're absolutely right. Absolutely right. And a lot of players, I'm I'm sure a lot of players, this is what they're being asked today. Today's one of those days I would not want to be an NFL player. Because today is the day that you either believe what you say or you know what you're saying is good for your career. Nobody's going to be on. I, I, I would. You know, who I'd like to see answer this question because he is he is so blatantly obvious and, and honest all the time is Charles Barkley. I would like to know what Charles Barkley would think if he had a teammate. And the teammate was gay, and I bet that the only dissension that will be allowed on this kind of topic is this. Jen, this is where it comes in right there. We thought we could trust him. We thought he was family. He could tell us anything, and he didn't. So what else is he hiding from us? That's another sentiment that could be used. I'm not saying it's right. Look, man, this is this young man's, this is this guy's life. He doesn't have to come out when anybody wants him to. He can come out like he did yesterday on his own. But there will be guys that are in that locker room going, man, I can't believe he lied about that. Man, we tried to set him up. He didn't say anything. There's going to be a trust broken there as well. Just saying, is it right? No, it's not right. See, this is where I think a lot of people get in trouble when they say stuff like I'm saying right now. They don't go on to explain that it's wrong, that that is, they, they can't, and the problem is they can't and they won't explain what it is. All this wokeness and everything, everybody wants you to change overnight. We can, we are not capable of change overnight. We could do it, but it takes a long time to catch up. It's the one thing everybody hates. Why is moving one of the most hated things? Because it involves so much change we are human beings are creatures of habit 
My roommate is pansexual. After he told me uh, he dates trans women, it didn't really change our friendship or raise any concerns that he may or may not check me out. It was weird at first, but I never met any of these trans girls, and it made sense why he never brought them around. I just don't care. Each their own. Hey, I understand that. You weren't showering with him. Were you, Douglas? Oh, I, uh, Scotty, you, you weren't here earlier. You weren't here earlier. I know that. I know that there are gay guys at every level of professional sports that are active. And why aren't they coming out? Hey, this guy's breaking down barriers. Time for you guys to come out. I, I mean, that would be a great thing, wouldn't it? If it's their time. I don't think that, look, to me, I, I don't think this, this, this is not a bad thing at all. I, I think this is great. This could be monumental. This guy could be the Rosa Parks for gay athletes. Saying enough's enough, I'm going to come out, it's safe. We'll see. And that's why the other guys in other sports ain't saying a word. Just because you can trust him, his family does not mean he's obligated to tell you everything. I just don't get it. It's a look, uh, Jen. You won't ever get it. You, th- th- this is the difference between us. I, I tried to explain it to you. You're not going to get it. You're never going to get it. I understand. It, it's frustrating. Black shoes. Uh, no, we don't shower together. I guess that would change the perspective a little bit. Uh, it's fun to poke at the story, pun intended, but it really, in reality, I hope him the best. I do, too. I, I didn't say I didn't want anything from him. Uh, I think Derek Carr is a true leader in the locker room, and he will accept him with open arms. It's going to be a non-issue. He's going to be protected with a blanket of cameras. On some place. I'm just saying, I, look, hey. I want this to work out well, too. I honestly do. I have a lot of friends that are Raider fans, and I, I think something good should happen to you. You deserve it. I mean, like when, when something bad happens, it is still kind of funny. You know, look, I'm a fucking Cowboys fan. The world fucking hates us right now, but that's okay. It shined on us for a long time, and I'm still tan from that sunshine. Now, it's starting to get a little too dark. We need to start winning. But, yeah. Uh, RN4L, Raider Nation for Lizzle's life. Whatever happened to the gay football player that came out a few years ago but was cut from a team? Nothing. I think he went to Canada and played for a little bit. Michael Sam was his name. We, we did that about the rookie. Now, okay, all right. Hey, I'm glad we're on this. We are all in kind of a fucking mood this morning. Okay, good, 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 good. Because the next three stories, boy, oh, boy, are they doozies. The Supreme Court sided with student-athletes yesterday unanimously that the NCAA improperly capped educated-related benefits. 
case was brought to current and former student-athletes who played college football as well as men and women's college basketball. They sued the NCAA, 11 conferences, claiming that the rules restricting compensation violated antitrust laws. So, the Supreme Court ruled yesterday that it is unconstitutional for the NCAA to say that players cannot be taking money. Okay, now the Supreme Court is, it has ruled on it. Remember, I got a letter a couple weeks ago asking if I watched about that Vice series about paying athletes. Remember that? I'm going to play along with this as long as I can here. Uh, Justice Brett Kavanaugh offered the uh, concurring opinion, took the NCAA to task, arguing that even the remaining restrictions are questionable, such as the Lamborghini rule. You can't buy a kid a Lamborghini if he plays football. Go, uh, Judge Kavanaugh says, look, I got a problem with that. Okay. Okay. Tim says, ooh, that's going to change some shit in sports. Well, here's where it could and where it couldn't. So the Supreme Court says it's not right that they did not tell the NCAA that they have to pay athletes. That's not that's not what this is. They're not saying the NCAA has got to give them even a, a, a piece of the pahahai, okay? This opens the door for that. But it does not state that the NCAA owes anybody any money. Just that if you punish a kid for taking money, that's unconstitutional. Okay. So what this means is that the NCAA is not going to pay their athletes. And there's one simple reason why. It is not feasible. I'll tell you why it's not feasible. Anybody who tells you that it is has no idea what the law is. I have a better understanding of the law. No, not that I'm legally trained, but this one just makes all sense to me. Title IX, which everybody agrees to, Title IX states that anything that the men get, the women get. I'm just breaking it down. They have to get pretty much the exact same shit. They tried to, you know, fuck over the, the ladies in the women's basketball tournament with their gym equipment, and they were taken to task for it because it violated Title IX. The NCAA provided that gym. So if the NCAA, oh, Richard, you're getting you're getting close to me. If the NCAA says, well, look, we can't pay because if we pay football players, we got to pay everybody the exact same, and we got to pay... All the girls' sports, too. And all the guys' sports don't make money, too. 
we got to pay them all. That ain't going to happen. And what Richard has uh, gotten to, well, there's two things that's going to happen here. Two things. You're going to start seeing college players endorse products because the NCAA has been told they cannot do that. They cannot, you know, they can't punish the kid for doing that. You're either going to see that, and I think the NCAA will probably put a, a, a crackdown, a lockdown on that. But what they won't crack down on is boosters. Boosters have been waiting for this moment for so long. Uh, this ruling seems like colleges won't be penalized for pe- play- paying players, but they don't have to follow Title IX. Well, I believe, no, no, Title IX still outranks this. Because, it, I mean, it's Title IX. So if you pay football players, if the NC, if the institution pays for, if the institution pays, they got to pay everybody. If boosters want to hand out money, who's to stop them? So now you look at these programs that have all these rich booster campaigns that we kind of all know don't follow the rules necessarily. I mean, look, the greatest case ever known to mankind when it comes to this paying athletes is Southern Methodist University here in my home state of Texas, right in my backyard. If I pick you up at the airport, we will probably most likely drive right by where SMU plays football, the emptiest stadium in the world. No, they've gotten a little bit better. But they are the only team ever, only institution ever, to receive the death penalty. Because they got caught cheating twice by boosters paying money. All the way up to the governor of the state of Texas. If you remember an old school running back, Eric Dickerson, the joke was he wanted to stay in college because Indianapolis couldn't pay him that much. And it's just gotten bigger and bigger and bigger. Oh, I'm just telling you right now, those teams that, that, see, I don't know how big the Clemson boosters are, but I know Alabama's got a hell of a booster system. I know the University of Texas has probably the biggest and probably most corrupt. But all these young athletes now, Hey, now they're going to be compensated at least. Or mama's going to get a house. You okay with that? You okay doing that to an 18-year-old? I don't care. I I, I just, I, yes. It fucked up. I'm sorry, did you say they got the death penalty for sport? Oh, yeah, yeah, Tim, they lost their football program for three seasons. At that time, SMU was actually a powerhouse. They were in the top five. 
They received the death penalty, and it ended football for three years. I believe that was 1988 that it happened. 1988 that it happened. And they've never been in prominence since. Never. Not since then. They've gotten better. They've gone to some, they've never been really good since then. Imagine that. Uh, Look at the movie Blue Chips. The schools won't pay the students, but there will be a duffel bag full of cash in the front seat of a new Ferrari parking lot for them. Yep. Hey. And, And honestly, if you don't think that shit happens already, come on. The death penalty, yeah, it, it's figuratively, they lost their football team. It was killed. No, no, it's the worst thing they can, it is the, it is a capital offense in college sports. If you get the death penalty and lose your program, we're talking 30, uh, almost 40 years since SMU has been of any prominence. And SMU at one time, look, when, when they give out the awards, the Cotton Bowl was SMU Stadium. It's the house that Doak Walker built. Doak Walker, they've given that that's the, the country's best running back every year. SMU was notorious for having a great team. And they let their boosters get out of hand. Oh, and the Dallas media <whistles> took them to task. It's uh, it, it, the whole story. If you want to ever check it out, it's if you like college sports and all that kind of stuff. There's a thirty for thirty called the uh, Pony Excess because they were known as the Pony Express because they had Craig James and Eric Dickerson in the backfield. Damn, they were good too. <whistles> uh, best money the state of Texas could buy right there. All right, so I uh, can't wait to see. And and oh, here's the other part that'll happen. Schools that don't have big boosters and big alumni associations or they don't, you know, really, really, you know, scam you out of your money. Yeah, those teams are going to suck from now on. I'm just telling you the truth. So if you're one of these, you know, one of these schools like UCF, one of these schools, I don't know, Boise, Boise, you're not going to be in contention ever again. Uh, you're done. Sorry. Sorry. This is for the big boy schools. And there's only a few of them. Like, like, like Duke is not going to be good in football anymore because all their boosters are going to be paying basketball players like they have been, allegedly. Mm, so there you go. Uh, all right. All right. Supreme Court that. <sighs> Boy, oh boy. I've never wanted, I, I, I usually don't ever root against America. <sighs> oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, wait. Oh, hold on a second here. Oh, wait, I'm rooting against New Zealand here? Okay, that won't be a problem. I thought this was an America. Oh, the next story is about, oh, okay. This story is about 
New Zealand weightlifter, Laurel Hubbard, weightlifter. Remember, she is a weightlifter who has competed in men's events in the past, will be the first transgender competitor to qualify for the games in Tokyo. All right, time for some hate-mongering to go on for me here. Really? The uh, International Olympic Committee changed its rules to allow transgender athletes to compete as long as their testosterone level is below a certain level and maintained for a year. The determining criteria, a maximum reading of 10 nanomoles per liter of testosterone is at least five five times more than a biological woman. So they still allow five times as much testosterone than a normal gal's going to have. i tell you this right now. You American weightlifters, I have never rooted for you more. I hope you beat this New Zealander like the fucking rented mule she is. This is, th- this is crap. Oh, Jesus, she lifted 628 pounds and two lifts to qualify for the super heavyweight division. Oh, so she's a big one, too. So she was raised as a boy. I mean, there's such things as muscle memory, right? Is that a normal on the street woman or a normal powerlifter woman? I think it was normal for the powerlifter woman. Good morning, hot mama. How are you? She still has a twig and berries. They need to weigh it and include it into the weight she's lifting. Uh, let's see. Uh, she won the silver medal at the 2017 World Championships, gold in 2019. Oh, there you go. She competed in 2018 Commonwealth Games but sustained serious injury. Oh, no. Is that when she ruptured her balls? Yeah, look, man, I, I'm so done with all this bullshit. This, this, this is so dumb to even be having this conversation yet again, now at an Olympic level. Come on. Can't wait till they let Bryson DeChambeau fucking play at the U.S. Women's Open. He should win that by a hundred strokes. She lost the package. I guess she can no longer do the clean and jerk. Hey now! <laughs> I. All right. So this next story now is about the United States uh, Olympic athlete, Chelsea Wolf. BMX freestyle rider, Chelsea Wolf. Okay, why is that even an Olympic sport? That, that's not an Olympic sport. Qualified as an alternate to represent the U.S. this uh, year and said her goal was to win an Olympic medal so I can burn a U.S. flag on the podium. 
Really? Well, Lottie frickin' die! Like, my goal is to win the Olympics so I can burn a U.S. flag on the podium. This is what they focus on during the pandemic. Hurting trans children. Huh? That, huh? Yeah, wait, 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 wait a second. Wait, wait a second. Stupid. So they can only worry about the pandemic then? Why well, I, I thought Barack Obama secretly, or not secretly, but won the election against John McCain when he said he could do two things at once. I think our government was working on a few things at that time. Dumb fuck. Uh, and, and this is what I love the most. This is my favorite thing about people. Wolf told Fox News at the Post, which has since been deleted. Why'd you delete it? If you believed in it so much, why did you delete it? My joke yesterday was taken down and I put it back up and taken down again. Now, I'm not going to put it back up again because I know their rules. If I had to take it down again, then I'm going to get in trouble. Uh, anyone who thinks I don't care about the United States is sorely mistaken. One of the reasons why I work so hard to represent the U.S. in international competition is to show the world that this country has morals and values. But it's not all bad things that we're known for. Is that your job? Is that your job? I'm just, I'm, I'm just wondering, is that your job? That's not your job. Your job is to represent America and the way America rides a bicycle. That's your job. I, I suggest if you you would focus more on your job than you did your activism, you would not just be an alternate on the team. You may have then made the team. Let's see, these assets don't have a fucking clue about how good they have it. No, no, fucking piece of shit queer that have lived almost any other country would be killed. Kale, there are some women that go from women to male. They compete against women too, played against many of them in the world, in women's tackle football league. Uh, They don't play the men because they won't win. There's a great clip, it's a real clip, about the... uh, it's from Great Britain, and they had, like, the, the, the national team of Great Britain, the, the women, and they took on a group of 15-year-old all-star boys. The boys won 7 to nothing, 15, uh, against an actual World Cup team, 15-year-old boys. I think at the time Britain was, like, two or three in the world, like behind Brazil and America. Yeah, yeah, and, and 15-year-old boys skunked them. That is a skunk right there. Seven-nothing is an, an official skunk. If you're playing to 10, you get seven-nothing, that's over. It's a skunk. You got skunked.
these athletes really – I. It amazes me how good they have it, and they want to punish themselves for having. Don't punish yourself. This is what makes America great. You know what? I don't. I I, I think you guys pretty much know how I care. I don't give a fuck about what the Taliban thinks of me. I really don't. I I, I truly don't. I don't care what the royal family thinks of me. People I care about what thinks of me, I I have a view of them. I really do. Look, man, if I know you, I love you, and I don't necessarily care what you think of me. If I do something wrong, I, I would like for you to tell me. I would hope that you told me if I did something that upset you. I'd appreciate that. But this gal's job is to ride a bicycle. And she wants to burn the flag. Oh, check me out. I'm going to be badass at the Olympics. I'm going to burn an American flag. I hope they throw you in a Tokyo jail because I don't know if that's legal over there. But you, as the cocky fucking American that you are, you think you have the exact same rights there as you do here. And, well, you don't. You don't. You, you don't have immunity because you're in the Olympics. Ask Ryan Lochte that. Burning something in a public place? I think they frown on that in Japan. I, I, I've never been there, but I can, I can kind of guess they're, they're more traditional people. Tell you what, you better not burn any fucking Hello Kitty shit because you'll get the shit beat out of you then. And they'll karate motherfuckers over there left and right. They'll karate them, they'll kung fu them, they'll tai chi them. They, they, they know it all over there. You're walking down one alleyway and you get karate and you're like, holy shit. All of a sudden, next hallway, you get kung fu Like, shit, man, I just got beat up in two different fucking ways. But you don't know what's happening there. Freedom of speech isn't a thing in Japan, and pretty sure dissent isn't allowed, too. Yeah, you know, that's that's weird, but they're such a free country. <laughs> you, you know what's so funny? Do you know what's so funny to me? Every time I hear how bad America is, we have a funny fucking story near the coming up here in a little bit about a city in America. Every time, and I just have to think about myself, and I just laugh. I just laugh. Because all these people say that America is so bad, it's so restrictive. Really? Really? It's so restrictive. Okay. Okay, act this way anywhere else in the world and see what happens. And, and when they do that, when they act like a fucking fool, like when somebody goes somewhere and they, they like chisel off a part of the fucking, you know, the, I, I don't know, a statue or something here in America and they take a piece home for themselves. And then when they go to Rome and they do it at the, at the Coliseum, it's a humongous deal there. And they go, well, we're an American. We do that in America. Well, first of all, you ain't supposed to do it in America. And secondly, you ain't in America no more. 
They got different laws there, dummy. So, yeah, yeah, please act a fool when you're in other countries. But, hey, look, look, I have one caveat, though. If you act a fool in another country, please, 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 whatever you do, do not utter the phrase, but I'm an American. Please don't, 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 I'm, I'm saving you some despair. Because they'll probably laugh at you for that. But, I, but I'm an American. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter here. Uh, I lived there for three years and can verify they don't like public burnings. Okay. Uh, let's see. I, I, and we talked about this yesterday, this, this new thing happening uh, up in uh, New York City. New York City! Where these people are having these raves and they're they're going all night long and... There are fights and there's drugs and prostitution right now in this park. And they say that they have the constitutional right to be there, which, by the way, they don't. Uh, Now, a contributor to MSNBC, Brittany Packnett Cunningham, the latest moron in America, says that the rising crime in New York is not the fault of the defund the police movement but the police themselves. Now, it's the police's fault? So shut up, bitch! The police are forcing these people to commit crimes. That, 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 that's amazing to me. I would like to see some proof. Her quote is, the rise in crime is not the fault of the movement. It's actually the fault of the police. Why should we keep funding systems and institutions that keep rendering themselves ineffective? Oh, okay. You mean like welfare? Unemployment? And I'm, I'm, I'm fixing to lose my mind here. Fixing to lose my mind here. And I've been holding on to this for a while. I know we didn't douchebag Mount Rushmore. Should we do a more on Mount Rushmore? To ensure truly safe streets, we need to further the discussion of gun control, livable wages, fair housing, and education. All right, here's me going off. Can we already fucking stop with gun control? The only, 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 can can I, only, only, only people it affects. are people who own guns legally. You can ban the AR-15. Just name off all the guns you want to ban, and you go ahead and do it. 
Show me Chicago crime numbers when you do that. They are going to continue to rise. And by the way, they'll just use different guns. Uh, 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 seriously? Why is it? Why is it that a washed up DJ who's fat, who lives in Rockwall, Texas, has got this shit figured out before educated, Ivy League educated people. Why is that? If we gave all these things to these people and gave it to their demands, they would still have something to bitch about. Yes, they're a bunch of little cunt hairs. Yes, you are correct. Because that's the problem when you give in. They take a mile. They keep taking. They don't ever stop. So we have open discussions. Look, look what's happened. Look what's happened. This is amazing to me. In cities like New York and Minnesota where they already have defunded police, what happened? That means less police on the street. Guess who knows that? Criminals. So guess what? The likelihood of them committing a crime is higher because the likelihood of them getting caught is lower due to less police on the street. Do do you not understand how the streets work, people? You're not washed up. Thank you. I appreciate that. Do you not get it? And then you blame the police for it. Like they're organizing the bad guys to commit these crimes. The people that are going on television are getting dumber every fucking day. If I didn't have such a horrendously bad mouth, I would just go to Fox News. I would kick in their door, play the stone cold music when I walk. This is the way it would be. If I had to see, I know better. I know I can't do it. They won't let me do it. I would do it anywhere. I, would, I like Fox just because, well, I, I like Fox. But I walk in there, and I'm like, look here. Get everybody off the set. Because I'm fixing to lay down some truths. Because, man, you know what? That, that, that is honestly, like, the best thing about doing this show is telling the truth about things. Jen and I, in the last 15, 20, 30 minutes ago, were talking about a gay football player. And I was just telling you what, what, what the truth is when it comes to locker room and being with guys, especially at that level of masculinity. And she didn't get it, and, and, and I understand that. But what I'm saying is I'm being honest about it. We need, we need to have more people that are fucking honest. I mean, for God's sake, just say you hate the police. Just say you hate the police. Say you hate the police and maybe educate your kids not to commit crimes. Maybe. I, I, I know that's not your job as a parent. That's a cop's job then, right? Oh, wait, we don't have those anymore because you deem them unnecessary in this new woke culture that we live in. Whoever came up with the idea to defund the police has got to be the goddamn stupidest fucking person ever to say any words. Defund the police. Great. How about we defund the trash department too? 
while we're at it, let's defund the, the firefighters. I mean, hell, we'll shoot at them in a riot, too. Then your house gets shot up by a bunch of felons who, who have illegal guns, but wow, they aren't supposed to. That's weird. Who do you call? Do, do you call your Uncle Nuck Nuck? If you got an Uncle Nuck Nuck to handle the problem, oh, you ain't got one, so you're probably going to call the police, ain't you? Well, joke's on you, motherfucker. There's nobody there to answer your call. And that's their fault. Uh, because they organized that crime against you. Yeah. See, there you go. There, yeah. Still don't get it, but I'm okay with that. There are some things I'll never understand, and as I get older, those things seem to be growing in numbers. Yeah. It's one of those things. Hey, look. I'm kidding, but I'm not kidding with the whole black shoes thing. I get it, but I don't. I don't. Like, yeah, I got a bunch of pairs of cowboy boots, but they ain't all the same. I ain't got eight pair of black cowboy boots. I got, I, I got you know, elephant boots. They're different colors. I got ostrich boots. They're different colors. But y'all got one, your, your black shoes. I don't get it, but, hey, it makes you happy, and you know the difference. Yeah. Uh, can we not define the trash guy? <laughs> defund the trash guy. I'm a hoarder and I overfill the can on my days off. I don't want to defund any of them. Fuck's sake. I mean, I think uh, the the whole defunding thing is so stupid anyway. Uh, all right, where where were this? Colorado mayor suspends Pledge of Allegiance at meeting. Attendees recited anyway. <laughs> One of the trustees called him out on his unilateral decision. Oh, this is, oh, wow, we got video of it? Okay. I would like to make one comment. I'd like to stand for the Pledge of Allegiance. I'm sorry, but that's you. The United States of America. I'd note that that's out of order. And, uh, we did have a one-strike policy. I'm not going to ask everyone to leave tonight, but if something like that happens again, we will. Oh, and tackling and, and other things like that are also out of order. So please don't ask me to make people leave. Uh, well, now I'd like to make one Well, someone wrote in Twitter, Mayor Furman should resign and purchase a one-way ticket to China or he won't have to worry about hearing the pledge. One of the trustees challenged him and called out his unilateral decision. He downplayed her concerns and told her to find out where it is written that says he cannot make such a ruling. This guy's a dictator and the dictator of Denver. That's funny. I hope they do it again. I hope they do it all the time. Look, because he's saying they, they don't matter to him, so he can just go ahead and make rules as it is. They're out of order. I'll show you out of order. What a dick. Man, oh, man. And by the way, by the way, hey, Mayor Furman, everybody knows where you live, you dummy. You are a fucking dummy. 
No, Colorado, not a very military-like state. Oh, wait, it is. Oh, dear God. You you are a fucking... I, I love it. I thought the Pledge of Allegiance was always said at the beginning of this. I guess it used to be, but this mayor decided to get rid of it because he's now one of these woke mayors. Doesn't want to say it because the whole God thing. I, I've never seen ever... I don't think I've ever gotten so upset just because one word was in something. And that's mainly what it is when it comes to the pledge. Uh, under God, indivisible. But then don't say under God. That's why I always try to say higher power. So I don't hurt the little feelers of people that don't believe in God. By the way, why does it upset you so much that I do? Why? I'm not upset that you don't believe in there. I don't care what you believe. Your beliefs are your beliefs. I'm a very hands-off kind of guy when it comes to shit. If you want to ask me what I believe, I will share with you everything that I believe. Now, if I say, well, what about you? Then I'm asking, well, what do you believe? If I nod and sit there quietly, that means I don't care what you believe because it's what you believe. You don't have to believe what I, it's okay. Let me say it's okay. I'm okay. I'm going to be fine. That you don't believe in what I believe. I'm, I'm going to be okay with that, man. That's the way you want to live your life. Great. I still don't understand why it bothers them so so much how much you want to live your life. I don't get it. I, I, I'm at a loss. And this is just... Look, man, if the mayor doesn't want to say it, then it, but if it's tradition to say it, keep saying it and just shut your fucking mouth. Now, I know when Arnie miss, uh, when I talk, uh, or can never give a fuck less. Uh, I 100% agree with the under God statement, under higher power is better. Hey, no, I, I when I say the pledge, I say under God. But when I talk about God, I use my higher power. Uh, I get that the pledge was written. We're a nation of one God. Times have changed. People have differing gods, opinions, etc., higher powers. I do believe the point of the pledge is to state that we are one nation united. That is something I believe we should respect. There you go. Just don't say the word. You're not actually taking. Look, hey, everybody who thinks you're taking some sort of oath, it's the Pledge of Allegiance. Okay. And by the way, if you're one of those people that don't want to stand up and say it, fine. You don't hurt my feelings. Now, now look, see, the, and, and, and we look, this is so good. We're having a great show here this morning because this is awesome. This is the kind of shit that I love talking about because here's the problem. The, the, we can fix a lot of the world's problems with this show right here right now. Those kids who sit down during the national anthem or they sit down during that, hey, more power to you. Now, I'm not going to say a word to you. 
I'm not. I'm not going to say anything to you because it ain't my business. But my business ain't the guy down the road's business. Ain't the guy behind me's business. Ain't the people in front of you's business. You've chosen to do this in a public setting. You have every right to do it. The problem is every decision you make has consequences. You might not like the consequences of yelling at you to stand up for the national anthem or do things like that, but that's what happens when you want to take an unpopular stand against something. You have every right to do it. This is the whole kneeling before the game. Like He has every right to do it. No NFL team wants to sign him is a consequence of that. I respect that. I think they're idiots, but they're allowed to. I can say I have not said the pledge in years till Xavier's graduation. When they asked us to rise and say the pledge, family started off strong, loud voices, proud, standing over hearts about five words in. We were veered hard left, and my oldest and I somehow recited our own words. I think we mixed it up a bit, but God bless America. <laughs> no, and, and this is the thing. The mayor can feel that way, but he's got to get ready for some backlash. This is the problem. That this, little, this little bicycle girl, she's now going to be victimized because people are going to have backlash against her, and she's not a victim. There's no such thing as a victim in this. She shot out a salvo. People said, we don't like your salvo, and this is what we think. You're allowed to have differing voices in this fucking country. Sometimes I hate that we allow to have differing voices because I think the side that I'm on is the only side that's right. But I realize that voices, look, as long as you're not on fr- infringing on people's rights, do what the fuck you want. When you start infringing on their rights, then I'm on the fucking side of the rights. We got a couple, I, I think we got something in listener mail about that coming up here in just a little bit. But look, this mayor's got to know that people are not going to be happy about that. Jesus. Uh, let's see. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'll get rid of that one. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Do I have a pick of it? Okay. Hold on. I got. I got to send an email to Ratburger. He's helping me out with something here. Uh huh. Let's see. Go like that. Reply. Uh, add photo. Which one of my party pictures am I using? Let's do that one right there. There you go, sir. Uh, all right. Fair Mexico shakes border city after violence leaves 18 dead. Don't really border issues. Steve Scott Pelosi, no, don't do that one. Alright, this is a story I had a big problem with. Again, yet another thing. George Floyd, another George Floyd statue has been unveiled 
this time in in New York City. New York City. How come that New Jersey and New York have idolized this guy already in statue form? Yet Minnesota, the area around there is a war zone. The statue was unveiled as part of Saturday's Juneteenth celebration. Aren't they muddling up the waters there a little bit? Uh, I mean, you're throwing him in. That statue was breathtaking. Once again, once again, I I know I said this before last week when they put up the first statue. Eh, Pigeon target. This one's also pigeon target. Um, uh, We tear down statues of men that did great historic heroic things for this country, like Abraham Lincoln, you know, who freed slaves. But we've, we've taken his statues down, taken his names off of schools, and instead we're now putting up and idolizing people who became famous because they were breaking the law. Honestly, if George Floyd lived, would we know who he is? If he survived that, will we know who he is? He's at his neck for eight and a half minutes. We know who he is. No. Because he died breaking the law. That's why he's famous. It's not the first time this has happened in this country. I don't know if there's a statue that was ever put up and dedicated to him, but I know it was one of the biggest funeral processions ever at the time is when Bonnie and Clyde were killed, rightfully so, by two former Texas uh, uh, Rangers, not the baseball team. wasn't Kenny Rogers and Nolan Ryan. No, no, no. It was the lawman. Bonnie and Clyde were immortalized. People loved Bonnie and Clyde. They were actually not really robbing the rich to give to the poor. They were just on a murderous streak. Killing law enforcement officers. But people idolized them. Just like George Floyd now. Xavier just asked the same thing. He asked uh, very sheepishly because he was trying to not ask, did he get a statue for dying in police custody? But he said, uh, what did he do? Like aside from the incident, what is he famous for? What change, uh, chances did he fight for? I can only answer honestly, he's a martyr. His statue is up posthumously to make us remember his moment. Not be a statue if he was not in trouble with the law in the first place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know why he's got a statue. I'm, I'm, I'm lost. We're going to build one for Ted Bundy? What about Jeffrey Dahmer? Those guys going to get statues? It's not really. <laughs> There's so much weird stuff that's in the world that sometimes I don't necessarily get. And then sometimes I see stuff and I go, God, that that's weird. That is really, really weird. Saw a video today about Jay-Z, the rapper. I guess he's a part of the Masons, the Freemasons, if you will. And I don't know a lot about the Freemasons, and they want to keep it that way. It's a group of very, very elite people, I, I would imagine. And their their logos and things match the same thing of the Satanic Church. So they're trying to go on and say that the Masons are satanic. And if you look at a sweatshirt that Jay-Z is wearing and, and, and things like that, it's from the guy who rate, uh, what's his name, Anton something, not Shigur, that's a bad guy. Anton DeVay, I believe he read, read or wrote the satanic verses. And this one really, this hoodie that he's wearing has got that emblazoned on there. It's the same words that Anton LaVey wrote. In the very beginning of the Satanic Bible. There's a video of Beyonce dancing in an outfit that is also a part of the the Satanic thing. And you watch this stuff and you go, man, that is just way too much to be coincidence. And these are the people that are running the world. I, I, and I see that stuff, and I go, wow, well, it could be real. It might be real. Well, it is. Something that I'm keeping my eye on right here. Uh, I know this is going to seem uh, as racist, but I always pictured the Freemason as older white men, not Jay-Z, no matter how white he <laughs> lives his life. Nope, nope. Let me tell you something real quick. I think at the beginning of the Freemasons, you're absolutely correct. But then something obviously changed for them, and it all became about one color and one color only. Green. To me, Jay-Z was kind of a eh, rapper, as it will. I mean, if you want, you want to say that somebody signed his soul to the devil, I could see that with Jay-Z. He was nothing. I, I didn't think he was that special. I always thought DMX was always better. To me, DMX was the shit. And this is at the same time when all these rappers are coming out. Everybody has a recording studio in their fucking garage. It flooded the market and it killed the market for a while. But then all of a sudden this guy who is out of New York, Jay-Z, is that popular all of a sudden. Everybody loves him and everybody thinks, oh, this guy's the greatest, blah, 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 blah. And I was just sitting there kind of going, well, he's okay. I mean, he's not like as good as the fat boys were. And I never got it. Maybe someone was pushing him along. I don't. I. I don't know. I'm just saying. Now this is a very interesting story here. This is the one I'm keeping my eye on. Last week we had family in town, and they were leaving on Tuesday. I can remember last back back last week, last Tuesday, a week ago today. And the day before on Monday, Southwest Airlines had major issues with their radar. 
And the next day, their system was all kind of fucked up. Now, the next day, my, the people left here, thank God. They had major issues. Well, yesterday, American Airlines had to cancel hundreds of flights because staff shortages and, uh, and things like that. Is there something going on in the airline where, like, like, is there some kind of? They're saying yesterday was the, 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 the flight staffs shortage. You think there's a ransomware attack on airlines right now? And the airlines have just a a a single ask whatever they ask yes give it to them immediately. Because I mean you think about it. And, and nobody's telling us, like the government, and I wouldn't want them to tell us. You never know where a plane is over your head. They shut down the system on that thing and it falls down on you. I mean, that's crazy. Like, these these ransomware attacks that, that, that we've heard about on, like, oil companies and stuff like that. If they can get an oil company, you don't think they can get an airline? And I'd watch out for them, too. They might be pissed off because they were on hold for fucking six hours. And then talk to somebody who's not really Dirk from fucking Encinito. Sorry, Jen. I had to do it. Uh, all right, let's see. I just want to get that out about that. Our last story before we get the mail. Jesus Christ, this story is fucking funny. Portland has purchased a full-page ad in the New York Times, the city of Portland, in an attempt to repair its image and attract tourists after a year of nothing but violent protests and demonstrations, Travel Port- Portland purchased the ad, which is set to run through August to encourage overnight local hotel and short-term rental stays. Leisure travels from cities of Seattle, San Francisco, L.A. The ad written in format resuming poems says, some of what you heard about Portland is true, some is not. What matters most is that we're true to ourselves. Be your true self. Okay, do, do you know what this reminds This is so funny. This this is hilarious. You You couldn't pay me enough to go to Portland right now. Fuck, I'd rather go to Mexico than Portland. Speaking of Mexico, Mexico did this same stunt 20 years ago. I'll never forget. This is one of my all-time favorite stories that I've ever done. Mexico started this big ad campaign. And it was a couple years after a lot of the first murders that we heard about, like the massive cartel shootings. So maybe 15 years ago. And they hired this ad agency, and this ad agency invited all these U.S. reporters to come visit this destination. I think they were in Puerto Rico or uh, Puerto Vallarta. 
and they went to Puerto Vallarta, and all these news people were there, and they were kidnapped by the cartel. That true story. That uh, true story. The ransom wasn't that much. Like the the news agencies, they paid it off really quick, and they let uh, and all the people left like immediately. Yeah. It, look, look. It it was the cartels saying, "Look, we run things here. Don't think that you can run this ad saying it's all safe and everything here." Because and, and and they tell you not to go there. They don't want you in their part of me- if you are in the resort. It's like it, it, it's like you're on base. Because you see, they're running the resort. Did you not realize that the cartels are taking all the money from that resort? And, like, when you get in the resort shuttle to go back to, you know, Tijuana's airport or whatever airport you're at, you're on base. Then you get to the airport, you're good to go once you get past security. But otherwise, you are a tourist there. No thanks. Yeah, I, I would much rather go to Mexico than Portland. Wow, come visit Portland for the fall in July. <laughs> Portland, we wear flannel year-round. I mean, I could work on their ad campaign. Welcome to Portland. We don't care if you like guys or gals. We like everybody. Portland, not as rainy as Seattle. Portland, our bums are tough. I I hope somebody is writing these down to send to the Portland Travel Advisory. You'll not only be addicted to Portland, but you'll leave here addicted to something. (laughs) Kale wants to chime in. Okay. All right, here we go. Portland, our guys look like gals too, and vice versa. Scott, Portland. Explosive nightlife. (laughs) Portland. The city that never sleeps on the West Coast. Steal that from New York. (laughs) If you think your city stinks, then smell Portland. God, I should get it. I should. I should be able to get a job copywriting commercials, for the love of God. Uh, all right, so there you go. So if anybody's you know dreams just came true with that story about Portland wanting tourists, uh, you're welcome. Seven seven five three five seven fans is the number. Arnie Radio One at Gmail dot com is where you can. Uh, Always write the show. And when we come back, we will be doing listener mail next. 
gets hotter than a hoochie coochie. We laid rubber on the Georgia asphalt. We got a little crazy, but we never got caught. Down by the river on a Friday night, pyramid of cans in the pale moonlight. Talking about cars and dreaming about women. Never had a plan, just living for the minute. Yeah, way down yonder on the Chattahoochee. Never knew how much that muddy water meant to me. But I learned how to swim and I learned who I was. A lot about living and a little about love. Hell, all I found 
State show. By the way, if they go with any of those, I'm suing. I'm trademarking every one of those today. I don't want to see an ad for Portland saying rape next. That's the one I see up there. I'm I'm asking for the most money I can get. Thieves. Internet thieves. Remember, tomorrow we got celebrity ass deathmatch. We have our favorite food mascots. Animated. Then Friday, we've got our favorite pitchmen and women of food or other products. Sergio does a show in Dallas. I'm flying up. All right. Well, I'll keep an eye out. Oh, Limp Biscuits Aftershock on Thursday. I'll be. I know. I know. I want to be there. But I'm saving all my birthday wishes and all my good for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is in Dallas next year. I've never been to WrestleMania. I want to go. I'm hoping that Limp Biscuit plays somewhere around here. WrestleMania. Oh yeah, and and, and like the I I want to go to the the fan experience too. <laughs> Come for the food, stay for the rape in Portland. 
Uh, all right, let's uh, let, let's get to listener mail. We got a bunch of listener mail we got to get to today. By the way, listener mail is sponsored by JS Floors. Best in the West. Forget about the rest. Let me tell you something, brother, about the rest. The rest want to visit Portland. That's right. The rest of the flooring places are the Portlands of business. They will come to your house. They'll riot in your house. Probably, I I don't know, rape your couch. But you know what they won't do? They won't give you quality flooring. You know who will? JS Floors. JS Floors is above all that. They don't want to do those things. They're honest. They're in. They're they 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 U.S. integrity wouldn't allow that to happen. So check them out. JS Floors seven seven five two six seven four one two three. To our first letter. Oh, what a beautiful morning! Welcome to Mail Call. Scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Robert. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep your handle to myself. Arnie, uh, I just wanted to say thank you for one of the things that you've shared on your show about your father and what he meant to you. I'm a fairly new listener to the show, but on February 16th of this year, you shared some stories about your father. And playing golf. You mentioned that you stopped playing golf, but you had decided to go play golf with him even though he was no longer with you. You talked about keeping those experiences alive and afterwards told us how much it meant to you to actually do it and how good you felt. It did. It really did. Yeah, I went and played golf with my dad, played at the range. I haven't played golf since then because I hurt my knee pretty bad that day and I had a hard time like for a while, but I'm, I'm getting better. I'm, I'm going to go out again. Uh, you talked about keeping those experiences alive, and afterwards you told us how much it meant to you to actually feel good. Uh, that same day around lunchtime, I got a call from my dad's girlfriend, and she let me know that my dad passed away. I just wanted to let you know that the stories that you've shared with us really helped me through that time. I'm struggling myself with doing the things that I used to do with my dad, and that message that you shared with us last Friday really helped me out. For this, I say a huge thank you, and that this is just one of the many reasons why we listen to your show. Well, man, oh man, I am I am so sorry that you you went through that, and I know that this last weekend was a tough weekend, especially for you because it was your first. And I want to tell you that it, that I, I've only gone through three. Three or four now? Four? 2017, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, four. It, it, it does get better, but it's still there. It's not, it, it, it's, not, it, it's not on the top layer of your skin anymore. Every year it gets pushed down, but it's always there. It's always, always going to be there. Uh, my wife bought me a round of golf for Father's Day. I haven't played in years. I always talk about it. Now I have to use that certificate. I know. I got nine holes left on my course. Um, man, oh, man. It's okay that you don't jump back into doing the stuff that you and your dad did right away. It was hard. It was hard for me. I mean, 
I'll tell you this, the uh the one that got me the most and it was a twofer for me. Uh when av- right after my dad passed. I mean it literally 2 weeks after my dad passed. We were my sister came out. That wasn't that great. But everything everything else. Uh it was the weekend of the Masters and opening day. The two, my dad's favorite two things. And what made this a, a twofer for me, and I didn't know that this one would affect me as much as it did, but that was the first Masters without Arnold Palmer. I was named after him. I am I'm, I'm, I'm Arnie's Army. I'm not Arnold. I'm Arnie. And I was named after him. So this, this first Masters that I had to get through, had to get through it without Arnold Palmer hitting the ceremonial first shot and not having my dad there. It was the first opening day, and I got through it. His favorite St. Louis Cardinal at the time because that was his team hand to God, hit a home run to win opening day for the Cardinals that day. It's an amazing coincidence that all that happened, if you believe in coincidences. And I got through it. And each one I've started to get through a little bit better. So whatever those things that you and your dad did, yeah, right now it's going to suck. But you got to do it, and you'll feel so much better. So there you go, uh, Robert. I, I, I appreciate what you wrote there, and I hope you know if you ever need anything, please feel free to write me because I, I, I know what that feels like, and it sucks. It is tough. Uh, all right, so next one here. Let, let's start off again. Here we go. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, This one says, Arnie, I heard that you got the vaccine. I'm bummed you did this, my guy. I get why you did it, but what if the whole show, your papers, never happens? That's from Steve. Okay. First of all, I, I, I don't like the phrase, my guy. I, I that that's one that just it's it's cringeworthy, my guy. I'm not really your guy. That that implies I I don't even know what that implies. That's how weird that is. My dude, I can understand that one. I get that one. But my guy, no, that 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 that's like that's like we're going steady. Uh, what a terrible band to be a team of. I'll pass that along to him. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, I don't even know where to start with this. I, I, I'm sorry that I got the vaccine. I, I apologize. Okay. Is that okay with you, my guy? What if the whole show your papers thing? I don't want the show your papers thing to happen. 
but Steve, what if it does? I love getting letters like this. I th- these are, these are great letters. Well, what if they don't? Di- I I never said it was. Did I ever say that they were going to get that? I said no. They're planning on it. I did mine just in case. By the way, feeling fine, doing all right. Not worried about the Delta strain that's going on now. That as the media keeps this alive. I call my uh, my son my uh, guy. He doesn't like being called little. Okay. How about my honey bun? See, I, I I think I think that's close to my guy. Uh, it's not about uh, show your papers. It's already happening. If you want to go to some events, well, she's right. Absolutely, she's right. You can like the Foo Fighters just put on a big show up in uh, uh, I believe it was New York City. New York City. Yeah, and you had to be vaccinated to go. Well, hey, I, I'm sorry you didn't get vaccinated. Hey, that's that's their rule. I'll, I'll play by their rule. What if the vaccine prevents Arnie from getting sick and having to take a few shows off? Yeah, exactly. Look, 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 look. Once again, once again. To the letter writer, Steve, I'm sorry I disappointed you. This is the way I have to do it. I, I, I apologize that I let you down by getting the shot. Please let me know if there's anything I can do in the future to make up for that. And, and if you're right and they have the show your papers, you know, if that never happens, it'll ruin my life. It'll completely, it'll completely gut me that I was not right about that. Man, oh man, I will never sleep again if that happens, Steve. Thank you for calling me out. See, what I did there was I, I, I did this little thing called placating him. Yeah, yeah, we all know that Steve's Steve's retarded. Yeah, Steve's a retarded idiot. Okay. Are, are, are we sure about that? I, I, I mean, I, I want to be sure. No, he's not retarded. Uh, he, uh, are, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh-oh, retard alert. Yeah. Retard alert. Yeah. He has all three major kinds of retardation. See, I thought so. I thought so. There you go, Steve. Sorry, Sorry to point that out to you, buddy. And, and anyway, this you know what? This film scares me. Mark my words, there's something creepy about that young man. Yeah, yeah, Steve, there, there's definitely, definitely something very, very creepy about you, my guy. Okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and move on now from, from this my guy letter here. Have a heart attack, Arnie. Maybe that will write the wrong for Steve, right? Oh, shit. Jesus. Uh, this one is from... Davis, oh, wait, wait, oh, hold on a second. This is, I need your help. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. No, we already did a retard alert. That means we, we, we have to sing some songs, don't we? Yeah, we got to sing some songs here. New songs. the answer you're looking to find get up 
ask Arnie, but do it, do it now, before he goes out and fucks a cow. Come on. Oh, Arnie, does the song have Steve's approval? I don't know. Steve, let me know if you like that one. Maybe, Steve, you'll like this one a little bit more. I'm I'm hoping. Why is, why, why is the ad still on this? Come on, I bookmarked it. Let's go. Okay, this is the second playing of this one as well. There we go. Oh, whoops. Do this. Go there. There we go. Anytime. Oh, wait. It's playing already, but I don't have it potted up. Hello. wondering if after all these shows you will ask me a question ask all you need they say that I am going to heal you but I wouldn't hold my breath hello did you hear me I'm not in California but I can still help you out today If I were younger, this wouldn't be free. I've been wrong a couple times before in the past, and I'm cool with that. Such a distance between us. 1,587 miles. You should ask me right Did you did you hear me? Did you hear me? I mean that's did in the song. Did you hear what I just said? I mean that is good stuff right there. Yeah, it don't get much better than that right there. That's some professional stuff. Ah, uh, holy shit! I didn't know Adele was going to be on the show. Yes, yes, that is the new Ask Arnie song there. Uh, that version of that uh, hunk of crap song there. All right, this is from Davis. It says Arnie. Need your help. Last week, you gave some good anniversary advice, and now I need your help. I forgot my girlfriend's birthday and need to make it up to her. Woo. All right. I remember this. Last week, we, we figured out. Who, who did I help? Was it was it Kale? Was it V-Coop? Did I help somebody? Their anniversary plans or something like that? 
Forgot your girlfriend's birthday. Well, first of all, you're all kind of fucked for that. Whatever you were going to spend, let me start this way, Davis. Whatever you were going to spend on this birthday, you're going to need to probably double it now. I don't care if you were just one day late. It was Kale. Yeah, okay. I don't care if you were one day late. You were late. To your, I mean, there's only one other birthday you're not allowed to be late to, and that's mine. September 17th. A day that I'm putting on a show. I'm working. Uh, Adam J says, time to get a new girlfriend, man. The game is over. Well, that, that, that that's one way. But I'm just here to tell you, if if this is possible that you can save this after forgetting her birthday, double what you're going to spend. Now, it, it, look, if this broad loves Indian food and you fucking hate it, you got to take her to her favorite Indian restaurant that night. Dude, this is the night of eating shit for you. And, and, and look, depending on how much you love her and, and, and all this kind of stuff, she might ask to, to peg you. I, I don't know. And you might have to give in if you want to save it. I mean, that that's, that's extreme. That would be like forgetting five birthdays in a row, I think, at least. The whole pegging situation. You don't know what that is, Urban Dictionary. It, Just like she's not to be allowed to be late, you can't either, yeah. Just get a new girlfriend. Fuck it, Adam J., you were faster than myself. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I mean, this would have to be the necklace and bracelet combo, necklace-earrings combo. Maybe if you ain't that high dollar enough, y'all, you know, y'all are low budget then this is definitely more than the cold cut combo. Per the title of Arnie's autobiography, Shit Sandwiches Don't Taste Good. That'd be a great title of a book. I was going to name my biography Boots, Cleats, and Sandals. Because that's all I wear. I Golf spikes or sandals or cowboy boots. I don't really wear tennis shoes all that much. But I, I, I kind of like that one. Shit sandwiches don't taste good. Sure as fuck don't. And man, oh man. That, that, is, that is the daily special that life hands out. Every single day. Fresh off the grill. Shit sandwiches. And, and let me tell you, Davis... You have a heaping pile of them right now. And everyone, you better you better eat them all and lick your fingers clean. Uh, like, look, Davis, Davis. This is one she's going to have on you forever. Well, at least I didn't forget a birthday. The only thing that you can hopefully trump that is, well, at least I didn't fuck my best friend's, you know, my girlfriend's best friend. You got to hope for a moment like that. 
And then she's cheating on you. So, I mean, she's probably going to cheat on you anyway since you forgot her birthday. So, just know you'll have that to play in your hip pocket soon soon enough, Davis. Yeah, may- maybe the new girlfriend is the right way to go there. <laughs> Fucking criminy. Oh, sweet. Radburger, you are the man. You are the man. Yes, Radburger is, uh, he's, he can't really, uh, can't really, whatchamacallit, participate in the show because he's busy, but he's able to help out. And he has, he has updated the uh, ArnieRadio.com homepage. And if you click right there where it says get your tickets, it will take you right to where you can get your tickets for Arnageddon, the 50th birthday party, live at the Esquire IMAX Theater. Thank you so much, Ratburger, for doing that for me. Appreciate it. Uh, All right, next one here. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Dear Arnie, I'm really hoping you can help. Ooh, got another helpful question here. Ooh, you know what? Uh, I haven't done it in a while, and I know that you guys love this one, so since there's another one, we'll do... I, I actually like this one now a lot more. There we go. You guys ready? Uh, hold on a second. I, I have to find it real quick. Uh-huh. Okay. Let's see. Go there. Oh, shit. I type all this in. No, I didn't want to play that. No, I wanted to play this. No, I didn't want to play any video games. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Don't want Geico to start saving. How about you let me get my damn my my music now, people? Jesus Christmas. Is this it? Finally? No, skip ad. There we go. Haven't done this one in a few weeks. This was non right. Let's go.
the one that, that I always dedicate uh, to Big Jer. I know that he would truly, truly love that song. So there you go. Uh, all right. Dear Arn, I'm really hoping that you can help. I want to stop drinking. I know all the things that you've said in the past, but how can I do it? I've tried to stop in the past, but I can only get a few days at a time. Is there a secret? Thanks for at least trying to help. That's from Maggie. All right, Maggie, here we go. I like that. Glad to hear that Ratburger's still a gamer. He's a mensch. That's good. Um, as far as quitting drinking goes and being a secret, yeah, there, there is one big, big secret. This is the biggest secret. Hey, gather around. If, if you're going through this right now and you want to find out what the secret is to stopping drinking, there is one humongous secret. I can tell you the secret. I've, I've, been, I've been sworn to, to tell people when they ask me, so I will. The secret to stop drinking is you don't drink. Ta-da! Well, it can't be that's it. Well, it actually is. Now, it's that simple, but to be that simple, there's got to be complications. And the complications are, yeah, it could hurt. You withdraw from it. You're going to lose people in your life. You're going to come to a lot of understanding in your own brain that you didn't have before because it was so clouded and so fucked up. It's not hard to stop drinking. It's hard to stop to want to drink. I still don't know how to stop how to want to drink. Every now and then it still hits you. Hey, man, I can have a beer or two. I ain't going to hurt anybody. Two beers never killed anybody. That's what I would say to myself. And then that would allow the door to be open for, well, two beers weren't that bad at all. I mean, I didn't even get a buzz. Why not try four? Four beers. That's less than a six-pack. I can drink that, no problem. Every once in a while, Douglas, I'll still have cravings. Not like I, not like I did before. I, I, I manage to where if I get the cravings, I take myself out of any situation where the cravings could be asked or answered. I don't have any liquor in the house because I don't drink. If there was liquor in the house, there would be a reason to drink. If I had a craving, be like, oh, I could have one. Nobody will know. I mean, I, I hid my alcoholism pretty good when I was, you know, in my early 20s. My parents had no idea I was drinking a bottle of Jack Daniels every night in my room by myself when we first moved to Reno. Every single night. I didn't want to be there. I didn't know anybody there. The only person I knew in Reno was Jack Daniels. Well, they sold him all night long. Some nights it would be two bottles. I was out of control. But the key to stop drinking, Maggie, is you don't drink. It means you occupy yourself with other things to do. I don't know what you do. I'm not trying to be a dick here. I'm trying to help you. I suggest, oh, I always suggest go to meetings, but if you're not a big meeting person, 
You don't want to be around people. You don't want to be around a group that I think really does help. There are plenty of people. See, Nasty says, speak up. Oh, sorry. I got my microphone down. How's that? Is that better? Okay. Um, there are plenty of people that don't like when I talk about alcoholics and not. It's because they don't like AA. Oh, they're trying to push God on people. No, they're, they're not. They, they talk about a higher power, and you say a prayer there. That's just the rules of the meeting. Nobody says you have to have a God. It's just a higher power that helps you. You don't believe in that? That's fine. You want to take another route? You go ahead and take another route. I'll take that route because it's helped millions upon millions of people. And once you're an alcoholic, it's like being in the Marines. Once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine, and I respect that. And I'm not trying to put that phrase down by any means when I say once you're an alcoholic, you're always an alcoholic. You might want to throw the word recovering in front of there. Okay, that's great. And when you do quit, don't Dr. Drew it. Don't Dr. Drew quit this shit. Don't sexual addiction quit it. If you're going to quit drinking, then quit drinking. Because you're always going to have that little fucking voice in your head. Alcoholics have this. A couple more. You could do a couple more. You're fine. Nobody's going to notice. No, nobody's going to notice that I'm vomiting all over myself. Nobody notices that. Maggie, I, 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 I hope that did help. I, you said you know all the things I've said in the past. So look at yourself in the mirror and say, Don't, I'm not going to have a drink today. That helps. And, and when I say don't drink, that goes hand in hand with what my dad taught me. If you don't have the first one, you won't have the eighth one. Think about it. If you never have that first drink, you'll never get to number eight. Eight's not possible without one. It just isn't. So there you go. Maggie, I, I, I hope that helped you. All right, next one here. Uh, let's see. Uh, Welcome to Mail Call. Not Bucket. It's time for Mail Call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, got to say the Mount Rushmore's uh, have been amazing lately. Uh, my favorite is the artwork that comes out. Shout out to your boy, uh, Young Harm. That shit is awesome. That is from Ted. Thank you, Ted. Yes, Young Harm has done such amazing work. And yesterday, he, he's the one who got me yesterday because he was listening. He didn't get to hear the end of yesterday's celebrity-ass death match of uh, serial killers. He sent me a text like an hour after the show. He goes, hey, I didn't hear the end. What was it? And I was like, oh, fuck, I forgot to email it. Like 15 minutes later, boom, the artwork was there. He's done amazing. He's done all my stuff for the uh, the show coming up in September. He's done all that. So uh, they follow him on Instagram. His name is Young Harm, at Young Harm. He is awesome. And, yes, tomorrow's Mount Rushmore is set, and so is Friday's, both having to do with our favorite advertising mascots. Tomorrow will be mascots as the term of mascots. Like, you know, like, like, like tomorrow we have, for example, 
Sugar Bear. Sugar Bear, remember him? Now, we have one. Now, this one, well, I might have to take him out and put, oh, man, change. Yeah, okay, okay, I, I can do that. That's no, that's no problem. Easy, easy peasy. Okay. All right. And I just got to say, let's see. Uh, uh, okay, there we go. Perfect. Okay. So, and then Friday will be people like Ronald McDonald. So that, that'll be the differences. So there you go. Uh, what about the Honey Smacks Frog? Will he be competing? Possibly. Possibly. I, I can't tell you who's competing yet. I just can't. We'll see. Uh, all right. That, that was that one. All right. Next letter. Let's see. Uh-huh. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, why is our government such a joke? <laughs> Come on. Is our country really a joke? It's not, it, it's not a joke. How could I be the president of the United States of America? Well, uh... Nothing to tackle the number one job facing the middle class. And it happens to be a three-letter word, jobs, J-O-B-S, jobs. Come on, man. Joe, pay attention. The same stable genius who said the biggest problem we had in the Revolutionary War is we didn't have enough airports. Whoa. I promise you, the president has a big stick. See, our government is not a joke. Uh, I, I forgot this one. Do not come. Do not come. I'm going to come. Oh. Um, by the way, Donald Trump has announced he's upset with uh, Judge Kavanaugh and the uh, Amy Barrett Coney or whatever her name is, uh, how they've been ruling lately. Why? Because they haven't ruled in favor. They they followed the Constitution. Uh, I I I respect the way they're voting. I'm glad that they voted this way to shut up all the fucking liberals. Even though it's not working to shut them up, it's time they start fucking voting partisan. I guess. Um, this letter continues. I was truly embarrassed last week at the summit. When will people understand that we are vulnerable with these clowns like never before? Sorry, just needed to vent. That's from Brian. Brian, I understand you're needing to vent. I get it. If by chance you don't think the rest of the world is licking their chops at us right now, the rest of the world is saying, oh, we cannot wait. We didn't hardline China about finding out where the virus started. We haven't done anything to them, haven't sanctioned them. We haven't forced them to allow our investigators over there. The United Nations has done nothing. We are cowards. Our, our, our leaders are fucking gutless cowards. We didn't think that we could 
destroy the Soviet Union back in the 80s, but we found a way without firing a shot. We could do the same thing to China. It's going to cost America a lot of money. I tell you this right now, we are just, we are the laughing stock of the world right now. Everybody said that we were when Donald Trump was in office, and I wholeheartedly disagree with that. I think we're a laughing stock a lot of times. I, I, I think that, that a lot of countries just fucking look at us and shake their heads a lot of times. But when we have those leaders in office that aren't going to allow that public mistreatment of us, meaning they, they're going to kick you in the ass if you say something. You can feel that way all you want about us, but you better keep your fucking mouth shut. We don't have that guy in office right now. That guy is not there right now. Are you saying that the former VP is gutless? Because that would be an understatement. Yeah, I, I, it is it is a, a huge understatement, but it is true. He's the leader of the gutless revolt in America. I'm honestly surprised. I, I would I would I would have loved to have been a fly on the wall when he was there with his high school sweetheart, the Queen. I'm betting that he apologized. For the Revolutionary War. You know, I, I, I just want to say to your family, we are truly sorry for what happened in 1776. We, we really, we really regret that. I mean, your friendship means the world. To, to put up with us after we did something that childish. I wouldn't be surprised if he said something like that. I mean, you and I were corresponding through Minutemen. I wrote to tell you how great it was to see you at your 23rd birthday. <laughs> Why even go there? But he, he's that he's that president. Oh, we're so sorry for well, I I would rather have countries hate and fear us than hate and mock us. Cuz nobody respects us. Nobody ever will respect America. They'll either fear America or they disrespect us. It's one of the two. I don't care about respect. I would rather the world feared us. That's a better place to be. Ask China. And see, terrorists saw this coming a long time ago. They saw how soft the U.S. was a long time ago. And that's why they attacked us 20 years ago. You ever wonder? I know I sound like Andy Rooney. Google it if you don't know who Andy Rooney is. You ever notice? You ever wonder? You ever notice why there are no terrorist activities that are happening in China? They are a pretty fucking open market there. They they got lots of money there, and that's what these uh, these these Talibanis they hate it. I mean, they don't say anything to the people in Saudi Arabia, but that's a whole different story. And you never see them going after Russia. 
Now, why is that? Why don't we see a lot of terrorist attacks happen in those places? You ever wonder? You ever think about that? I did. And I came up with a really quick answer. You fly an airplane or two or three into the monuments in Beijing. I'm just going to tell you this right now. There is no longer a Middle East. And they know that. Same thing with Russia. It's turned into a gigantic parking lot that gets all of Russia's oil. That's what happens to the Middle East. Same with China. They know not to fuck with them. They know that, uh, oh, no, we look, we hate America just like you guys, but we ain't going to fuck with you. They know not to fuck around. But come to America and fuck around. Where instead of torturing you and cutting you into pieces like they'll do in other countries, what we'll do is we'll give you a nice place to stay compared to the shithole you're living in. And we'll pay for you to live there in air conditioning and heating in the winter. Three square meals a day. It's not going to be very good, but hey, it's free food. You can have a television in there. You can have a job and earn money. And never have to commit a crime on American soil. That's what we'll do for you. That's what we'll do here in America for you. Hashtag Somali pirate. Now, if that was a Russian liner, the motherfuckers would have been beheaded at sea, thrown in the fucking road, in, in, in the ocean. <laughs> there's an ass there's celebrity death match that Andy Rooney can be in. Old fucks. Okay. I'll let, let, let me get my brain working on that a little bit later. <laughs> but it's true. I mean, look, look at our country right now. We, we fight over the dumbest shit. We cancel people over words. I think they care about words over there. They don't care about shit like that. That's below them. Well, they're not educated. Shut up. They're smarter than you'll ever be. You and this fucking woke culture that you've committed, the woke culture is what's just fucking killed America. Just fucking stabbed it in the heart. Trying to revive it each and every day. The the shit people were writing on my TikTok wall yesterday. Your dad was a racist. No, he, he wasn't a racist. My dad just told jokes that were funny. Oh, this joke sucks. Oh, okay, you don't like it. You should burn in hell for I should burn in hell for this joke. Not the one that I said, uh, what's better than winning uh, a gold medal at the Special Olympics? Not being fucking retarded? That's not too far. People were going, oh, I'm waiting to get my popcorn and watch all this go down. Well, they took it down. Sorry, sorry you wasted your popcorn. That was an actual quote. You need to vent. I need to vent there. So there you go. Yeah, we've never been this vulnerable as a nation. I'll, I'll agree with that. 
I don't think I'm off there. Let's see anything cool here? Uh-huh. Nope, nothing cool there. Okay, all right. Uh-huh. Okay, let's see. Gotta go back to this here site here and go this. Suck in your gut! It's time for mail call! Not bucket. It's time for mail call! What the fuck do you want? Arnie, damn you! You got me hooked on that damn Lone Star Law. Do you watch any of the other shows? Have you heard any more about Live PD coming back? That's from Chuck. You know, uh, hold on a second, Chuck. Let's let's check this out uh, as you blame me for giving you good television. Uh, Live PD. News. Uh, Cast a live to discuss policing in America, possible future of the show. That was four days ago. Let's see. Mm Mm-hmm. Officers featured in the hit, but come back together. Look, I want them to come back. I want it to come back as the same show it was. Even though Texas bans cops from working with reality shows. Sucks. Which means it is the end of Lone Star Law. So bummed out about that. God, I'm bummed out. Uh, as far I, I don't like Northwood's law that much. I, I, there, there's too much snow there. I do like Louisiana law because I love Cajun people's accents. Louisiana accents to me are one of my favorite accents to hear. As long as they real. Not somebody trying to garbage it up like the garbage up Boston accents. Love Boston accents too. Bo- Boston is my favorite. And I, I do a terrible Boston accent. Uh, you always got to stop packing your car. They, and they don't use the R at the end of the sentence there. They'll use it when a vowel ends the sentence, like Rebecca. 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 But they'll say car, pack, lobster, lobster. Lo- I love those accents, but they don't have, you know, game wardens in Massachusetts yet. So I'm sure they have them, but not the television show. Um, yeah, I haven't. I, I mean, that little thing that I looked up there, they're talking about. I've seen that they've been talking about bringing back live PD for a while. I know that the police dog show the, is coming back, but they're going to let like other dogs in there now. They're kind of mucking up the system. And they got they, they got the, the whammy guy from Anchorman on there now. David Kincher or something is his name. I like him. He's funny, but I don't need him to cartoon that show. That show was cool. Dogs flying around doing all cool shit. I'll never forget one day. I was, I was sitting watching ESPN one day, living in Reno. And it was the great outdoor games. And I could not move a muscle once they started the dog jumping in the pool. Like how far the dog can jump in the pool. That to me is one of the greatest feats I've ever seen in my entire life. I, w- I, was, I was captivated. Hooked is an understated understatement. I was consumed by this. 
the dog catching the thing out in the water. That was the most badass thing. The next year it was at the State Fair of Texas. I remember I flew back to go to a Longhorn game, and we were like, fuck, I got to watch that. They had to jump at dogs. And it just kind of went away, and they added more shit to the great outdoor games and dogs running through fucking, you know, obstacle courts. I don't want to see the obstacle courts. I want to see the dogs fly. That's what I want to see. Idiots. Why you got to change that? Why does everything got to change? Why, why we got to change shit? Just give us the money shot, okay? That, that, that's it. Look, give me barrel racing and, and, and bull riding. That's all I need in the rodeo. All right, next letter here. Let's go. Welcome to Mail Call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, just wondering if you're still in contact with anyone you worked with in the past. I mean, not just your shows, but in all of radio. From Rachel. Uh, Let's see. Yes. There are a few people I'm still in contact with. Uh... They might not be in radio anymore. Some of them aren't. Uh, Slater, Jay, who's been on this show a number of times. He hasn't been on recently. He hasn't called me. He doesn't like me anymore. Uh, yeah, I still talk to Jay. Uh, I sometimes will email with uh, former producer Nick. Still a good man. I Nick and I are still, I guess, friends. I, I hope we are. At least he... Answers and responds to my emails, which is nice. Uh, let's see. Mikey. Uh, Mikey and I are still buddies. Vader and I are still buddies. Um, some salespeople, you know, here and there. I'll still talk to them occasionally. But, yeah, I still have a few contacts in, in, in and around the world of radio. Not that I want to necessarily... Keep in contact with anybody else. Uh, but that's a weird question. Yes, yes, Rachel, I, I am in contact with some of them. They know what I'm doing. They know they don't want me in their market. They don't want me to take over. They know that they're stuck with the people that they're stuck with. And they're doing okay ratings-wise. The people they're stuck with, hey, that's great. Good. I, I, I don't want to go back to radio. I like doing this too much. I really do like this way too much. This is this, this is for me. I get to talk about the stories that, that I and we then want to talk about because you guys sometimes bring stories in here. Get to play the music that we want to play. We get to do, uh, and I get to talk the way that I talk. I don't have to be clean. I don't have to be politically correct ever on this show. I'm tired of what's happened to the entertainment of America. And that is my number one job is to entertain you guys. That's it. That's my one job. Now, if I inform you on things, then that's great. Awesome. Pat on my back. I don't care. I want to make you laugh on your way to work or on your way home whenever you're listening to that. And sometimes I feel like I do a great job. Sometimes, hey, sometimes I could work on it. But, yeah, so there you go. 
Uh, all right, 775-357-FANS is the number. That's what I wanted to do. I wanted I wanted to call somebody real quick. Let's see something here. Let's see. Uh, our boy Zach is listening up in uh, Seattle. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Uh, let's see something. Uh, uh, All right, let's see. Do I do I have do they have a phone? Oh they oh my goodness. Well we got we, we gotta make a phone call here because yesterday we were talking about the possible five people going into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And I just found out that Billy Idol is not in the Rock and Roll I found that out yesterday. Um, so we need to ask him about this. There we go. All right, telephone. Yes, I, I do want to call that. Thank you for calling Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. The museum is open daily from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. Check out rockhall.com slash visit yeah. for a complete list of all of our special hours. Kick ass. Advanced online ticket purchase is required. No tickets thanks. can be purchased online at tickets.rockhall.com. For all you need to know about your Rock Hall experience, visit rockhall.com slash info. Hmm. There you will find all operation no. updates, a list know before you go I FAQs, wanna, and our currently available exhibits. I'd like to talk if to you someone. If you have any additional questions, press zero to leave us a voicemail or email us at info at rockhall.com. Thank you for calling the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame's Guest Services Department. If you're calling about an upcoming visit in the next 48 hours, please be aware that we may not be able to return your call due to our limited staffing okay. and heavy call volume. However, our guest services team on-site will be able to answer any questions you may have when you arrive. Okay. Please leave your name, contact information, and a member of our crew will get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you again for calling the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Long live rock. You may start your message now. Press zero to return to the attendant. Uh, yes, uh, my name is Bert, and I'm going to be visiting the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, on Thursday of this week. Uh, and I was recently told that uh, there is no Billy Idol display there. Uh, excuse me, how is Billy Idol not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yet Whitney Houston is. Billy Idol is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. How, how is that even a phrase? And I was wondering how I can get my money back because you people are stupid. There you go. There you go. Uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame uh, bugged me all night. I mean, I played the recorder in fifth grade quite well. I might add, such I believe I deserve a nomination in this Hall of Fame. This Hall of People who once held a musical instrument or hummed something to their favorite tune. I want my duly deserved participation trophy. Yes, and you should get it.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, we are back here on this Tuesday. Hopefully everybody's having a good morning so far. Just got done with mail, sponsored by JS Floor. Tomorrow we will have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch. And then we'll have that again on Friday. Oh, now see, I... It's a good story and everything, and nice little closure. But man, man, don't be a ruiner of everything. The fire chief who showed up to help Princess Diana out at her accident reveals what her last words were, and they were not a joke. Oh my God, what happened? It's the last thing Princess Diana ever said. Now, if I had known this guy was holding some sort of press conference, I would have been there and raised my hand a few times. Is it true that you found that she had dandruff because her head and shoulders were in the glove compartment? Then the story about her being across the or crossing the street because she wasn't wearing a seatbelt isn't true either then. I mean, come on. Come on. Well, I know she was on the radio because she was on the glove compartment and backrest too. So there you go. There's the, there's a the feel-good story that her last words are, oh, my God, what happened? Uh, wow, this is weird. Steven Steven Spielberg has struck a multi-year deal to supply Netflix with some movies. Now, I don't know if that is going to be original movies or if that's going to be like Jaws, E.T., Schindler's List, all that kind of stuff. Uh, Because a few years ago, he came out. He was upset that Netflix had a movie that was up for Best Picture. He didn't think that was right. He thought that that was bad. And now he's signing a deal, and the terms of the deal were not disclosed. So what, what now, like his great-great-great-great-great-grandchildren now don't have to work? Well, that's good. Look, I, 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 I ain't knocking anybody for the money they make in the entertainment world. I, I think they should make as much money as they possibly can. But when you're Steven Spielberg and you've made the greatest movies ever, what do you really haggle what you what you get with Netflix? Are you kind of cool? You, you you go okay. What can they pay? All right. What's it, what's it worth to me? It's priceless. It's my baby. But what are they willing to pay? I'm Steven Spielberg. I should get a little extra. You ain't got a hard line them, are you? So there you go. There you go, Steven Spielberg now coming over to Netflix. I just found this story. Woman who claimed she birthed 10 babies admitted to psychiatric ward. Oh, oh my. They, they put her in the nuthouse because they don't know if she's actually even pregnant or not. 
Well, they got hospitals, don't they? Can't they check that out? I know it's South Africa, but that's like the good part, ain't it? Gosamine Sitol. Her name is spelled, I'm sorry, Slithole. That's her name. I, I, I can't make that up. Who made headlines for the alleged record-breaking birth was taken to the psychiatric ward. Medical evaluation says there was no pregnancy. Oh my! You must. You, oh God! Where is he? Wait a second! Damn it! I need this damn drop. Not that one. No, no, no! God damn it! Where is it? I, I'll find it. Hold on a second. Fucking open the damn windows. Oh, shit, 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 shit. Oh, crap. Cancel. Do it again. Oh, shit. Downloads. There you go. That's what I want. Downloads. Uh, is it this one? Can't believe I don't have. There it is. Capitalized. Okay. You are not... <laughs> Her husband is dancing like a champ right now. I do, I, do, I do not have to pay for 10 children. That was a long way to go for that. There are no C-section scars. Her attorney said she is now being held against her will. She declined that she should be taken to the hospital. So she didn't have 10 kids. She was just gigantically fat. The family has resolved and concluded that there are no kids born between her and the, the and Mr. Shithole. And they apologize for any, the family apologizes for any in, inconveniences and embarrassments. So she's just a big old fat woman. My thought was, how in the heck did she get this far? So far as to be a nationwide story where she gave birth to 10 babies, yet no photos of her giving birth. Octoma, I'm sure, could have offered up a photographer. Not one doctor to go along with this reported story who helped birth the litter, and yet it went so far to become an actual story. I know, right? I mean, I'm looking at a picture of her, and it looks like she's pregnant with at least two or three kids in there. Ten? She's a little bitty gal, but not anymore. I mean, what is this, a tumor? What the fuck is inside her gut? Is it just gut? Do you think that this guy's like, wait a second. I've just been, wait, wait. How'd she get this fat that quick? She gained all this weight in ten months? Ain't no kids in there? She is packing it away. Well, she takes advantage of this. Um, this some bitch is going to be like, fuck, I want some of my damn date money back now. All that food you were eating for 10. You were eating for 11. Bullshit. And you're right. Nobody fact checks. Not even the fucking father to be. If I'm a father to be of 10, I am going to appointments. 
I don't care if they're in South Africa. I'll go to the witch doctor. I'll see what he what what he what kind of bones he rolls to see what's going on. She'd name a hospital, and that hospital would quickly come out and say, "Nope, not here." <laughs> This is the place to leak the story. Hangtown nominated and inducted to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame for an incredible fifth-grade recorder performance. I'll supply photos. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Nobody fact-checks. But you're right. How does this happen? How does it get that far? Is it because she's not a celebrity? I mean, like, the next person we're going to talk about is Angelina Jolie. And I've come up with it the only time that Angelina Jolie has ever been hot is twice. Maybe maybe you can say Geely or Gia. I, I forget. She was, it was Gia. She played some model. She was okay in that. She was hot and gone in 60 seconds, and she was hot in uh, life or something like it. Because she was a blonde in those movies. She, Angelina Jolie, just, she just looks like a strict person. She got further than Jesse Smollett. <laughs> Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt, they've been in this terrible custody fight. You know, this fucking, the, first of all, the divorce was nasty. And then the custody battle, it came down, and judge awarded 50-50. Now, she's saying that three of her kids want to testify against Brad Pitt in a custody case. Now, I'm wondering, are those the kids that he birthed with her, or are these the adopted kids that she had? You know, because she had the, the, the weird kid, the kid that carried around the fish in the bowl. That was that Maddox, Maddox, and then Patton or Pat, Pax, Maddox. I don't know. She got a whole shitload of kid, and then her and Brad Pitt. They had twins, and then they had a daughter. Right. By the way, we knew about those pregnancies. Those are real. I thank God that my parents didn't get divorced. I'm very happy that that when I when I was with Satan there was no children, so many reasons. But, but I I can't imagine what divorce does because I, I I don't know it. I don't know what it does to the children. I can't think it's too good, especially when mom is really motherfucking dad all the time in all the press. And it seemed look I'm not taking sides here, kind of am but I'm not. Brad seems to have cleaned his life up, got his act together, allegedly got sober, got clean, won an Academy Award. Now, I'm not saying that he is the standard to live by, by any means, but a judge saw him fit enough to be a parent half the time. Maddox, who's 19, uh, testified against his father. He says it, he, it wasn't very flattering toward uh, Brad. 
He didn't use Pitt as his last name on documents that aren't legal, and instead he uses Jolie. Max wants to legally change his name uh, to Jolie, which Angelina has said she doesn't support. I, I, I just look. This is what I hate about celebrities. I bet she's couching them to testify, coaching them to testify. There are a couple of tools. Uh, I went to witch doctor, and this is what he said. Ooh, ee, ooh, ah, ah, ching, chang, water, water, bing, bang. Then he gave me a prescription for Cialis. <laughs> it takes maturity on both parents. Uh, yeah, look. It kind of sucks that Brad Pitt's the mature one right now. See, when Brad Pitt got divorced, I was like, man, oh, man, he is back. I'm telling you right now, why that man ever settled down to begin with, I don't know. I, I mean, Brad, could he could have put up numbers like Wilt. Probably still can. He's Brad Pitt, but hey. He wants to have a family good. He's got kids. He wants to take care of I Look, here's the thing. He wants to take care of his kids, all of the kids, even the adopted ones. I got to say, that's pretty stand-up in, in the day and age of celebrity and handlers and all that kind of stuff. And I'm not saying that they ain't got handlers and nannies and all that kind of bullshit because you know they do with 58 kids. But at least he wants to be there for the kids. Why not leave your last name as Pitt? You're destined to get ass the rest of your life. Well, Scott, he'll get ass if, if Joe Lee's at the end of his name. Just as long as he ain't carrying that goddamn fish around no more. Hey, we don't do that here. I know. Do that at your house on Christmas Day. Don't walk out in the street with that. People look at you. A stare. You think his boys... Usually my dad's Brad Pitt behind the girls every fucking chance they can. Oh, yeah, they're, they're, they're throwing that Pitt name around. They're dropping that like fucking third period French. Yeah, last name Pitt, P-I-T-T, like Brad Pitt. Fuck, I know I would. My last name was Pitt. If it wasn't States, if it was Pitt. That's Pitt, Arnie Pitt, P-I-T-T. And yes, we are related. (laughs) All right, another made-up celebrity now. Okay, Sacramento, you, you are home to now this crazy broad. I shouldn't say she's crazy. I, I, I take that back. She's not crazy. She's found her niche. But once again, once again, there are consequences in this world. <sighs> Part of this OnlyFans fucking thing, I, I still don't get why you want to see regular people naked. Uh, my mom would talk a lot of shit about my dad, and there was a time I thought about changing my name to my mom's maiden name. Granted, as I grew up, that shit backfired on my mom. I am close with both my parents, but my dad didn't talk trash, my mom, and now I'm closer with him. 
and my mother. My mom had full custody of myself and brothers because my dad didn't want to put us through a custody battle. My mom said she would fight for full custody. My dad is an honorable man, so it wasn't like he was a bad father or anything. Just my mom wanted to full custody. I, I totally get that. You got it. See, look, that that's what I don't understand. I don't understand why they got because kids are involved. Why you want to fuck with the kids? I don't understand that. Uh, all right, so this gal, her name, her on-screen name is Tiffany Poindexter. Real name is Crystal Jackson. Look, it's in print. I can say it. This gal makes hundreds of thousands of dollars every month on OnlyFans. The family moved out of their old home because she was getting all kinds of death threats and things from neighbors. That's very neighborly of you. They recently bought a $2 million house, not saying where it is, uh, in cash. Let's see if Daily Star reports it. They say Daily Star reports it. Uh, Her kids were kicked out of school. Okay, because mommy likes to show her hoo-ha. On the internet. Wait, what happened? Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck happened here? Okay, let's go back to this here. Uh, all right. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. Oh, there it is. Okay. So, she just bought a $70,000... Dog. That's right. She spent $70,000 on a German shepherd trained at police facilities. Quote, well, we did what a family dog, but uh, yes, uh, our house had been vandalized and we were concerned about security. It's not only a protection dog, but trained for family house that may see strangers come and go from time to time. He patrols the house at night or sleeps at the front door. So, yes, he's quite the security dog. All right. Look, look, look. If you want people to stop hating you, stop, stop telling people how much you spent on a fucking dog. Because how many people are going to come after her now? Oh, she should have got a rescue. I have, I, look, look. I have nothing wrong with people that go and get dogs at rescues. And I, I, I think people should go get dogs. I had a very bad experience once with a dog from a rescue. And I'm just going to say, you're not going to tell me where to get my dog. If I go to the pound and I see a dog that I like, I might. But the kind of dog I want, I, I'm sorry. I got to get it from a breeder. Is that $70,000 dog bulletproof? No, sadly, Tim, it's not. It's trained really well, but it, it and it I don't think it can shoot either. If only people could be adult about divorce, especially with kids. I'm so lucky to have liked the person I married, and I liked the person I divorced. We were divorced, not divided. Never spoke about him to our kids and vice versa. We were a team until the very last event, graduation, our kids. Never knew that fighting was supposed to be a part of divorce. So thankful have divorced a friend. Yeah, you did it the adult way. Sounds like the neighbors are just jealous. I'd be jealous too. I shaved and bleached my asshole in preparation for my OnlyFans. But all I get are requests for feet pics. It's a tough business. 
See, but that's good. You get the feet picks. Those feet picks, guys, they'll pay top dollar. And you don't have to bleach your butthole anymore. That's the best news about that, Christopher. And I'm glad to know that you're on OnlyFans. Because now I'm definitely not ever going there. I, I find it hard to feel bad for a gal that's raking in all this money every month by showing her hoo-ha. More power to her. I guess this is part of that moral pornography that's out there. I got to pay the ladies. Jesus. Shut up. Okay. Uh, All right. Now, this guy's a dirtbag. I've always thought this guy was a dirtbag. And he's avoided the curse pretty much. But now he's really a slimy. Just a, This guy is a douche nozzle. You should have put him on the douche list. We're talking about Scott Disick. This is a guy who survived the Kardashian curse. I mean, it gave him alcoholism and lots of drug use issues. So he didn't really survive it that well. This guy was a clean-cut young guy. He was flipping houses, doing all kinds of stuff. Now he's dating young gals, and he's trying to dress like he's a fucking rapper. And he's 38, and I just want to look at him and go, dude, you're 38. Hey, you're 38. They recently asked him, because I I think his new girlfriend is 20. I ain't got a problem. Let me just say it right now. If he's 38 and she's 20 and she wants to go out with him, she can't think that she's that special. But, okay, you go out with him. You do that. But, Scott Disick, you need to never talk to the press again because you you sound like a pedophile here. I'm not saying you are one. You just sound like one. I don't look for young girls, but they're attracted to me. Don't ever. You need to get a fucking press person. Immediately. That says, no, 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 no. Do not quote him on that. I don't look for young girls, but they are attracted to me. I guess the curse affected his brain. I'm going to start an OnlyFans page and show pictures of fans, curling fans, table fans, windmill fans, every kind of fan that you can imagine, ceiling fans. I don't, I don't even know what this guy does except flip houses. I mean, I don't even know what he did before. And now he's walking out thinking that he's in somebody's posse. Motherfucker, you would get beat up in a second if you walked outside like that. Really? If you wanted some kind of Hollywood gala that your baby's mama is throwing, they'd whoop your ass. They fucking flat out stomp a mud hole in you and walk that shit dry. I don't go looking for young girls, but they are attracted to me. Yeah, one time a six-year-old came up to me. Okay, it's your position then to go. I'm not saying you got to, but don't come out and say that. 
Just don't say that. You fucking idiot. God damn. I tell you, today's celebrity has got to be the stupidest of all time when it comes to celebrity. Speaking of that, the Daily Show's Trevor Noah says goodbye for now. Well, 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 does this mean he's not coming back? Hmm, he turned the lights off at his home studio saying goodbye for the summer at least. Announcing his summer hiatus, which will see him go on a break until September. The comedian will, how the comedian will return and whether he will return to the studio or in what form is unclear. But he did say that he will be back. Well, that's a shame. Trevor Noah sucks. This is the right time to let his sorry ass go. As for me, on the TV show, we're going to be taking a little break. Why? Because it's time to go outside. It's been crazy, blah, blah, blah. Every single month we carried on. Yeah, you didn't go outside. You weren't photographed just, what, a month ago with your girlfriend breaking up with you? You didn't buy a $19 million house during this time? You're on hiatus right now. How you get paid so much money, I don't know. You have got the greatest agent in the world, obviously. Congratulations. I don't get it, along with most of the country. We just don't get it. See, when The Daily Show first started, I could kind of handle it. Because it wasn't so partisan then. It was maybe 60-40. But every few weeks, that meter would just keep going further and further to the left. For now, it's broken. Because it, it, it can't go far enough left now. And I, and I think that's a, a that's that in... The fact that Trevor Noah is really not that talented is a huge reason why that show's ratings are in the tank. Don't try to blame it on coronavirus. John Stewart could have done. John Stewart did it through 9/11 for fuck's sake, and standing up for firefighters, not and police officers in New York, who are not getting compensated for running into those buildings and having all their medical issues taken care of. Look, I might, I might not like his politics, John Stewart, but him doing that for the police and the firefighters of New York, I got a lot of respect for that. When Craig Kilborn was the host, it was just fun and silly, and that's the way it should be. But they've made it to where it's like John Stewart took it in direction, and I remember how I was told about that show. And why it was so big with young people, it's because a lot of people used to get their quote-unquote news from that. That's what they would find out the daily happenings, but they found them out in a slanted way. And that's when the regular media started to go along with it because they said, hey, if they'll believe it that John Stewart's saying it this way, then we can report it finally the way that is slated towards our politics. 
John Stewart has the white privilege. Yes, yes, he does. I wonder what he would say about that. About white privilege. I, I, I just wonder, I, and I mean not in front of his black friends. I'd like to know if he truly believes that he was privileged because he was white. I'm 50-50 on that one. I miss John Stewart. When Trevor Noah took over, I only lasted about a week. It but it sucks so hard. I I, I didn't watch it much with John Stewart and I never have watched Trevor Noah. I, I see all his ads that play during like Comedy Central shows and it pisses me off every time I see those ads. Can't stand them. Somebody, oh, wow. Somebody just, oh, somebody got me with a joke back. What's red and bad for your teeth? A brick just now. <laughs> Did they, which joke was this? I mean, man. Somebody else wrote, did you hear about the Indian that drank too much tea? He drowned in his own teepee. <laughs> okay. There you go. All right. So, yeah. I was being sarcastic about the, Oh, I, I know. Uh, look, hey, Douglas, I know you are. But I, because he is of the liberal capacity, I wonder what he would say. I wonder if he would think that way. I don't think Jerry Seinfeld would. Jerry Seinfeld, not political at all. But I don't think he would feel that way. I would think that he would have something to say about his hard work that led to that. I laughed, yes, I laughed at TP. Okay, good. I'm glad you did. That was their joke. There you go. Good. All right, final story of the day, and oh, yeah. I'm just going to read this first line. This first line is, this could be one of the greatest first lines I've ever read. Are you ready? A divorced New Jersey teacher allegedly treated her class of disabled students as her private harem. Oh, yeah. That's the most delicious thing I've ever read. Oh, teacher sex is back in a big way. And by the way, a big way means an ugly way. Trevor Noah can't deliver pizza much less a punchline. I think people only tell him he's funny for affirmative action purposes. Oh, my God. Three more students have filed lawsuits against disgraced teacher Nicole Dufault who pled guilty in January to three other counts of aggravated criminal sex contact and sexually assaulted 
six boys in 2013 and 2014. And a new lawsuit is out. The mom of two twisted antics only came to light when a student shared a cell phone video of the teacher performing oral sex on one of the victims. One victim heard the teacher who regularly had sex with her students during <laughs> lunchtime. Another boy was given expensive gifts like Nike and had his grades altered. Wait, I want to get to... Once she gave the boy $500 to perform oral sex on her. Man, that gal has got a stank box that she is offering $500 to eat it out. According to the lawsuit, she took the boy's virginity and then, quote-unquote, raped him more than 200 times. Now, from what I understand, I, I don't know if, if she is actually claiming this, but she's claiming that she had some sort of brain surgery that turned her into this monster. And I got to say that probably, you know, two, three hours in a makeup chair and hair, maybe she could do a little bit. She could be all right. But this mugshot of her is terrible. Oh, Man, oh, man. I can see why she paid $500 to clean out the bat cave. Mm-mm. God bless her. God bless her for issuing them young men into manhood that way. I mean, raping those children. So disgusting. Ooh. Ooh. How are you? Oh, gosh. I just got an email. Who's it? The email's from the NFL. Can you claim rape if you're getting paid? I know, right? Okay, here we go. The Super Bowl packages, LVI packages, on sale now. Okay. Destination LA, that's right. Elite on location. View experiences. Okay, I, I want to view the experiences. Okay. The uh, all seats, all section official tickets, pregame parties, bucket list experiences, NFL appearances, $7,000 a person. Okay. All right. That, that's a lot. That's a lot. Oh, that's the, oh, that, that, that's the starting price. How about Club 67? Excellent seating. Exclusive pregame hospitality, premium open bar, and LA-inspired cuisine, headline entertainment, NFL legends appearances and photo ops. Seventeen thousand five hundred dollars a person. Okay, okay, all right. The champions. Uh, great views, memorable moments, uh, lowest level seating. Open-air pregame hospitality, premium open bar and cuisine, live headline entertainment, NFL legend appearances, $9,000 a person. 56 live. Official ticket, upper-level seating. Open-air pregame party. Open bar, elevated tailgate fair. Tailgate fair. Mmm. Live entertainment and games. 
So no headline entertainment. And NFL legend hosts it. $7,000 a person. There you go. Yeah, I don't think so. Uh, I, I don't think. But, hey, thank you, NFL. I, I appreciate that. See, I, here's, I, I, I couldn't. There's no way you could buy, I could ever buy a Super Bowl ticket in advance. I don't ever want to go unless my team's there. That, that, God, that's so stupid. I don't get it. I, I love football, but I don't love it enough to watch another team celebrate a championship. I mean, sorry. I guess I could buy the ticket and then sell them for a billion dollars to somebody who really wants to go. But whatever. I, I'm, I'm not. Like I said, holding out for WrestleMania. Uh, that's going to do it for the show today. Hey, we made it through. Look at that. Tomorrow on the show, Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, we have food mascots tomorrow. But today, remember that every room you walk in is better because you are in there. So until tomorrow, y'all have a fantastic day. And tomorrow, by the way, hump day. So adios, everybody. Amarillo by morning Up from San Antonio Everything that I got Is just what I've got on When that sun is high In that Texas sky I'll be bucking at the county fair Amarillo by morning Amarillo, I'll be there They took my saddle in Houston Broke my leg in Santa Fe Lost my wife and a girlfriend Somewhere along the way I'll be looking for eight when they pull that gate And I hope that judge ain't blind Amarillo by morning Amarillo's on my mind Amarillo by morning Up from San
Over 200 reports of ear sex have been confirmed so far, prompting a new slogan. Once you go black, you go deaf. You've been listening to The Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Goodbye. Bye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.